0: It's June and we are getting back to business. Boy, this lockdown has challenged our emotional and physical resiliency. We spent May talking about emotional and mental health. And in June, it's time to talk about women who are creating strategies to get work done. So excited to share these stories with you. Grab a glass of wine and join us. It's a great day on um, uh, Women, Wine, and Leadership. I get to talk to Nikki Brown, co-founder of Altwell CBD, and uh, Nikki, you have a long uh, heritage of managing brands in the nutrition industry. And um, I could read your bio, but it's a lot more fun for for me to hear you tell what's it like um, working in a family business and. Um, and give us the kind of the, the short history of your
1: um, move from Champion Nutrition to where you are today. Sure. Thank you for having me. Um, I got started early. I graduated college and I was, you know, walking home from our ceremony. And my dad put his arm around me and said that I would, it was a Thursday. And he suggested I'd be starting Monday morning and he meant it. And I had ideas of a trip to Europe was gonna be the bulk of the summer. And I was able to negotiate, I think I was there for three weeks, Um, but I did in fact start that Monday. And at the time we were in the sport nutrition space. My father was a partner of a company called Champion Nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, My brother was also working there. And within about the first year as partnerships go, I think my family was ready to do their own thing. So um, a handful, my father, brother, myself, and a couple of others started what became known as Cytosport and is most known for the muscle milk brand. As a family, we built, grew, and sold the muscle milk um, brand of protein products mm-hmm. in 2014 to the Hormel Food Company. So I my essentially my the bulk of my professional career was working there and and started in an entry-level support position and within the first five years started um kind of the very minimal branding and marketing that we were doing i was responsible for and it was just trial and error and what works what do we like and what don't we like yeah um and eventually i grew into the chief marketing officer there and led all brand initiatives um, to uh, the brand at the time of our sale was close to $450 million in revenue. So a big team and it was great. It was a it's a fun ride for sure. Now I'm,
0: I'm thinking that our listeners are probably curious to hear your um, position as the only female leader in your family-owned business. Uh, from what you've described, um, it sounds like, um, you and your brother and your father were at the helm. Yes. What, what are some, um, can you get, we're all about strategies here. So were there any strategies that you learned about how to show up as a strong leader, as a female maintaining your femininity, but your strong leadership um, skills?
1: I think, you know, it's tough. You really, I had to grow into it over time and I was fortunate that, um, I grew with the job, and the, and the job and the brand grew along with me. So, we all sort of grew up together, if you will. Yeah. And my family's unique. There are four children in my family. So, uh, my brother is the oldest, I'm the youngest, and there's two sisters, siblings in between us. Um, and I think it just was sort of my dad was always pretty tough about. You've got to earn your seat at the table. I'm not going to make any excuses. Um, you've got to work harder almost than anybody else. And so that did mean, as as a female, as a woman in my family, uh, I took you know two weeks for maternity. I certainly didn't take. I think what was the 90 days that we offered yeah. most of our members. Um, but I was also fortunate because I could bring. I brought my babies to work. I we set up a nursery on site. Um, so while it was a lot of work, I think I was able to do it in a way that, um, and in a culture that was really supportive of me being a working mom and with a father that was really supportive. Yeah. Um, so it worked. Your brother has three
0: kids as well, right? Yes. Yes. And, um, do you, do you feel like the, the way that you both navigated work and parenthood was given equal? Kind of fair share.
1: I think it was different. I, you know, um, and and the way that we did it worked really well for my husband and I. We were a dual working couple. He's a physician, and I um, have always worked full time. And uh, my brother is has quote unquote more traditional. He had a wife that was at home and raised children and. Yeah. We laughed that he maybe never changed a diaper. And, you know, I think my husband was four and he knows exactly. Now, it may not be as smooth as when I'm there co parenting with him, but he can manage and handle it. Right. And he joked that my dad in our family, um, you know, growing up, he was on the road and building businesses and we had an excellent relationship, but my mom was hundred percent in charge and I was the youngest as I said and we joke that you know it came time she asked him to drop me off at like second grade and it was the neighborhood school that every child had gone through and my dad asked you know where does she go <laughs> and he was <laughs> present and we had an excellent relationship but he was just focused on other things so right right how things I, to, I remember um one time when i
0: went to pick up my middle daughter from preschool um the i mentioned something about being out of town and the gal who was um dropped you know there at the pickup said we knew that you were out of town because um monday she showed up with her shorts inside out tuesday she showed up with two different shoes
1: (laughs) (laughs) somehow in most homes it takes a couple sets of eyes to get them like you know, keep the wheels on the bus, really. Yeah,
0: it, I love the different stories. I love I love how we, we make it work. That's why I just love asking that question and just ask how you've navigated that field. And uh, you, my husband stayed home with the kids for several years while I worked. And he did the whole daddy thing, backpacks and everything, and carrying the, the kids to the park to teach them how to fish. <laughs> it was hilarious, including the kind of daddy daycare pizza and beer party at the park. For some reason, all the moms would scatter when the dads would show up and, and all the kids would come pouring out of the mini (laughs) Right, Right. It's fun to hear about different ways that, um, we raise our kids because it's worked out for you. Yours have turned out to to be okay. They're still in process playing for like seven.
1: Yeah. Jury's out. We, um, are cautiously optimistic that it's all working, but you know, you never know. There are always those days where you second guess everything that you're doing. Um, but I, I mean, I, I commiserate with my friends that are at home full time, and they're worried about the same thing. So I yeah. try to remind myself, it's not that I have a full time job that, you know, we're just moms or parents, and this is what we're meant to do. I guess we're meant to be concerned right. and work all the time.
0: <laughs> and it's good for our kids when we are doing what we're made to do. It's really it would be detrimental to my kids if I stayed home I would totally micromanage the whole household.
1: (laughs) Oh you know it finally um I started to feel better when they're younger and you don't know as a working mom I didn't always know all the moms in the classroom or I didn't always know everything that was happening at school and you do have that yeah I carried that guilt and then um on it was career day my daughter was in sixth grade and a mom who was also a working mom was there chatting about, you know, what she does. And she texted me later saying, I met your daughter. I, I figured out who it was after the fact, but she basically, the woman said, well, what would you like to do? And my daughter said, I, I want to be a CEO. I'm going to run a company. And the woman was like, what you, wow, where, where'd you get that? And she, well, what kind of company? And she's like, I'm not really sure, but my mom does, and so I figure I can too. And I thought, it's working. <laughs> she doesn't good. think I'm just absent. She knows that I'm doing something, and you know that.
0: Right. So. Good. So what it's
1: worth, I feel like <laughs> it,
0: it works out. Figure out what the company is, and she's good to go. Well, we leave an impression in their minds on, on what it's like to lead, and, and especially when you work from home, <clears throat> they hear you
1: on the phone all the time. And mm-hmm. it's funny how they start
0: to replicate that. <laughs>
1: I, I think this whole, um, COVID situation was fun because everybody, it's like we, we, um, relaxed on the fact that you could work from home and have a disruption and it yeah. was sort of, everybody got to see you what know, the chaos right? going on in their homes and, and I thought I'm getting to know people differently and better than I would normally and I love seeing their kids in the background and I love seeing them shoe them like I'm shooing, like <laughs> Their kids <laughs> oh <my> don't <God. laughs> right, want And the kids getting to know
0: their professors in a more human way, in their living rooms, or in one case, my daughter's college professor had a bad Wi-Fi signal at home, so he drove his RV to the school in order to use the Wi-Fi signal at school for class.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: So it was kind of like Breaking Bad, but without the bad part. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, thankfully for everybody involved, right. Well, okay. Back to the subject at hand. Um, You've run the marketing and branding for
1: three different businesses now. And right. Did I get that? So um, at Champion Nutrition, I had support roles. I ran um, all of branding at Cytosport Muscle Milk. And when we sold, we started a, my brother and I stayed with Hormel to transition the business. And I was offered to stay and have a, significant marketing role and maintain my position. And um, I just knew that it wasn't the environment I was going to stay in. And my father is a serial entrepreneur and had started a flavor company. And so I now run our flavor company. And then alongside that as a family, we got back into the branded space. And so now I'm overseeing all branding for Altwell, the CBD company.
0: Yeah. Which is so you know there's CBD on every corner now and um, it must have seemed like a natural progression in the nutrition industry to to spin out a CBD product but tell me about your vision for Altwell.
1: You know I think we were hesitant at first to jump in because you you do you hear about CBD and you hear the things that people are saying about it and you And it's irresponsible you hear that it's going to cure heart disease it's going to cure cancer it's going to fix everything and growing up in sport nutrition we dealt with the same thing we we the structure function claims that people make and and realizing that you know you really can't cross that line you have to be responsible with what you're sharing um and so we diligence the space for a couple years it was the better part of almost 18 months and finally you know arrived at my mom, what has, you know, been a non sleeper for years, I think it probably started in her 40s. -hmm. And so she's, you know, used multiple kinds of sleep aids. And we had just a scary situation with her that really got us looking at what would be more healthy alternatives to prescription sleep aids. And, you know, before we knew it, she was taking town cars into San Francisco with her friends and buying CBD with her cash. And it was like, you know, as we're trying the product she's bringing back, there was inconsistency, there was flavor variation. Some of these products works or some products work, some, you know, didn't seemingly work at all. And some, I mean, there was a combination of CBD and THC and good Lord, you know, I tried one and I thought this is not this is not what we need you using so um, we've just arrived at we decided finally we can do this with our food and beverage experience and with the taking the regulatory um, piece very seriously and the transparency and triple testing we triple test our products so we can be very sure and just diligencing it um, we came at We'd like to be a part of more natural solutions for sleep aid, for um, anxiety, and it's, it's not going to cure, you know, significant and severe, but most of us have that social, I certainly am experiencing it now, and, and I, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't using my tincture or my capsules to sort of take that just slight edge off. Yeah. So we feel um, very good about jumping in and what we're doing. That's great. I love to hear that. Is your mom sleeping? She's sleeping. Yes. And when we run her low on gummies, she is, you know, we can't make them fast enough. We've got (laughs) to, you've got to,
0: well, I'm going to ask you where you sell those. (laughs) because, I mean, entering middle age, a lot of women think that certain things are inevitable. The weight gain in the belly and the lack of sleep they start to to talk about this as something that they just have to accept that as their new normal and
1: i'm just not willing now so my husband is a traditional he's a um, interventional cardiologist and i went and saw a colleague of his um, that he referred me to when i was 42 and i was just starting that i'm not sleeping as well i'm up from two to four and then i finally go back but i've got to be Fully functioning at 6 a.m. Right. And so, you know, she walked me through the same thing like, welcome to your 40s. This is what you're going to, this is what's going to happen. And so I tried a couple of things that she suggested that were prescription based. And I went home and shared with him what I was going to do. And he was like, well, this doesn't, you know, it's not adding up. I'm not sure that this is the right plan. So I tried it short term and realized I just didn't, I didn't feel. You know, I think we're all biologically changing and we're just going to have to modify our routine. So for me, yeah. I started eliminating yeah. like more tea, maybe, you know, one less glass of wine in the evening and mm-hmm. my CBD is really helping and I'm sleeping better than I have, which is just awesome. That's good.
0: That makes me happy because, you know, part of my strategy is to make a world um, safe for drinking enough wine, not too right. much, but, um, I have, um, I, I do these wine retreats, there's this whole wine theme to my um, coaching program, and when I have people say, well, I would love to come to your retreat, but I don't drink wine, I always tell them, we help you drink wine responsibly, <laughs> right, because you've got to know your body and you need to know your wine in order to know how it's going to metabolize in your body. So all that said, if CBD can help me drink wine, um, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm in.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you sampled. I found ironically, so Chardonnay was my go-to for years and I've just had to make a shift. I couldn't drink red wine for years and now I'm back to having a glass of red wine and enjoying and just sort of relaxing. Uh, it it's funny to me how it sort of is shifting and I'm making sure. those changes. Good,
0: good. Well, while we're on the subject of wine, you told me about this experiment that your husband
1: did. He took a winemaking class and you bottled your own. We we did yes. We um, it's called Lace Enfants Prune. so the brown kids at, from. Holiday Drive, which is our street, and um, we have, I think we've bottled two vintages, and it's a great, drinkable, simple red wine. (laughs) Like a table red, middle of the road? It's a table red, absolutely, just a varietal. It's a blend. We didn't have enough of any one. I think um, when the planting process happened, we weren't involved, and there was, I think, four or five varietals and so we just blended everything and ah. he's happy. We like it. Nice. So now I time. need to send you that and CBD. Mm-hmm. This is a little care package. <laughs> <I'll take laughs> you <it>. can <laughs> let me know what you think. I will send you my address.
0: Absolutely. Um uh, it's it's so much fun. The whole process of winemaking has so many rich metaphors for developing the inner character of a leader. And I bet it would be fun just to talk to him you know, through the winemaking process, and I know that you were uh, gratefully spared from that, from everything but the tasting, right? <laughs>
1: That's right. I get involved in that and the labeling. I did all of our branding, believe it of or not. Of course,
0: you did. <laughs> of course, naturally. Right.
1: right. So, um, well, okay,
0: back to branding. I just wanted to segue back into a little bit the um, the product that that you're marketing right now. Uh, uh, where are you sold, and how do folks get a hold of your products?
1: So altwell.com is our website and we're selling direct to consumer now. And the regulatory situation with um, CBD is being worked out countrywide. And um, the, the legal piece is in place, but the regulatory and FDA is entirely another. Yeah. And so it's a direct to consumer model now. And, um, but I think, We've got a nice line of products that suit, you know, tinctures are very popular. Gummies are very popular. We, from our previous life, um, we wanted to get back into the protein space. So we've done a, a CBD with protein. So it's 20 grams of plant protein and 20 milligrams of CBD. And I'm really proud of the work we've done there because making CBD is a tough product to work with. It doesn't taste great. It's very bitter. So working um, working to have a great tasting, not only plant, but plant protein, including CBD, was very cool. So we, yeah. we feel great about that.
0: That's great. Well, it <clears throat> sounds good to me. Uh, I have a hard time finding a protein product that's not too sweet. I think some right. companies overcompensate in the sweetening factor, and yeah, it's almost not palatable. So- right. Excited about that. Well, good. Direct to consumer is a different marketing model, isn't it? Because tiger's milk was it was in stores, right?
1: Muscles milk. Muscle milk was in stores. Yeah. I can't uh, believe I said tiger milk. <laughs> well, there is tiger's milk. There is a tiger milk bars are right. in the market today, very popular. That's right. Um so it it is a totally different, but CBD is one of those things that I really believe. Everything we know about the consumer today, it is a category that's heavily shot by women. and I think for some of the reasons that we've talked about, we're having trouble sleeping, we're having trouble with just that little hint of anxiety right or unrest or unease. Um, and so it's it's seemingly a product that you really want almost a referral base. Do you want to talk to your friends about, well, what are you using? And yeah, absolutely. it's amazing how many people are trying products. They don't necessarily want to talk about it. And now I'm sort of the mom at school who's got the samples and there's comfort and knowing.
0: Your kids are still a little bit younger. Mine are teenagers and almost not teenagers anymore. How do your kids see CBD? Do they view it as some kind of clandestine thing or are they growing up Just acknowledging that it's just one more product.
1: I think there, um, they're probably, we had to have the conversation and my husband helped me with, um, you know, what is weed and there are parts of this plant that are good for you. And he went a step further. There are parts that aren't a part of CBD that are good for X, Y, and Z. And I was like, cut, (laughs) they don't need to know that at their age, (laughs) you're, you're making that sound out almost too great. Yeah. Um, but I think, so they understand it and they, I think they appreciate that we're moral and ethical people and, and that we wouldn't jump into a space that we didn't fully believe in. But when I launched our Instagram, my children naturally wanted to follow and they're in junior high. So, you know, soon after I had junior high kids following and I had to like cut and say, "Oof, you know, this is not, <laughs> I was calling parents, saying, "We need to. You're not following," and I had to explain to my children, "This is an adult product, and it's something that you know uh, they need to have that understanding of."
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would imagine we uh, I don't talk about it in front of our kids, <laughs> but right? It's it's interesting how um, the the perception is, and how morality kind of gets confused when when you mask. Um, mass market um, formerly illicit um, substances and but the healing possibility is so amazing that's yeah that's the part that um i'm i'm excited about just from the whole life strategy perspective because like i said i'm not willing to accept that certain things are just going to stay broken in my life because i'm getting older and taking responsible for what I can change. And it sounds like this is an area where people can take hold of um, the things that, the gaps in their lives where they need to make some improvements.
1: And it can be really, you know, I'm, um, it's hard to convince me of much of anything. I think by nature I'm skeptical, uh, but I've now been religiously using, you know, even products, our facial serum. And I can't believe you know, and we've got a topical bomb, and I I just can't believe, now, it's not going to make me pain-free, but those days when you had a long jog the day before, and your hip is sore, and you know, I'm rubbing it on my hip, and I, I really do feel a difference, and I feel like having more natural alternatives to a lot of things that are available to us is... Definitely a step in the right direction. So whether it's or something else in the natural space, I feel like it's important to have some options.
0: Me too. Uh, I think if we're going to manage our own care and really understand what works for our bodies to thrive, uh, it's it's not going to be a pharmaceutical solution. And um, I don't make friends with (laughs) some of my friends don't appreciate the perspective I have on natural health, but I really, I really think it's the way of the future. I think that's the direction that our country is going and our healthcare system too. Uh, it's good to see that you're doing something really good for the world. And um, give me one really great strategy that a working mother of four can take to the bank today. Um, something that you've learned from trial and error in your own life.
1: You know, I think I had to readjust what my uh, expectations of myself are, and I'm constantly redefining them. And because I think we're inherently pretty tough on ourselves, we want our children to be perfect and happy and have all the opportunities that we'd like for them to have. And we want to do, um, you know, be good leaders in the workplace. Mm -hmm. I know that in our previous leadership team, I was among the only women um, on the executive team. And so you feel like you have that sense of to be there and, yeah. and be contributing. And meanwhile, there's all sorts of things happening in the evenings when you might be missing a business dinner or whatever the case. So I just think I've had to readjust my expectation of what I can and can't do and give myself a little leeway. Yeah, I love that you
0: say readjust expectations. Um, did, you know, stress is really nothing but um, expectations that that were not met. So if we learn how to just adjust, then um, life is a lot more copacetic.
1: Exactly.
0: Well, I hope you um, enjoy a good glass of that wine tonight. And um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say
1: that I'm going to sleep well, but I know I'm going to sleep better when I try your CBD product. <laughs> I'm going to send wine and CBD your way and even some protein. You can try them all.
0: Absolutely.
1: Good deal. Well, I will um, give us the the website just for those who
0: don't want to bother to go to the show notes. How do they find you? Again, at Altwell, altwell.com. Altwell.com. It's so easy. And yes. I'll put it in the show notes too, but I'm so grateful that it that you were willing to take two on this, uh, our first failed attempt at a meeting. It's <laughs> Thanks for a great conversation. Um, I love what you're doing and applaud any strong woman in the um,
1: workplace who's um, leading her kids well too. Well, thank you, it's a pleasure. I'm glad to have been able to participate. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you have a great day, Nikki. All right, take care, bye-bye.
0: Thanks for joining us on Women, Wine & Leadership. We hope you found a few useful strategies today. If you want to keep up with what else we're doing with all of our friends, check out 360 Life Strategies on Facebook. Check out our Wine Palace on Pinterest at 360 Life Strategies. Or just go to 360lifestrategies.com. Check out what's going on and sign up to stay in touch or get a free strategy session. Have a great day.